Proverbs 13 starts off with, A wise son heeds his father's instruction, but a mocker does not respond to rebukes. In this first verse of chapter 13 in Proverbs, we understand that taking heed to our father's instruction is what deems us as wise. And we've talked about our earthly fathers as well as our heavenly father before. And what we're learning here is our job is to take heed to both. It's a bit easier for us to walk in obedience when God tells us to do something, when he tells us that he wants us to do a certain thing or act a certain way. But what about our earthly fathers? If we have a great relationship with our earthly father, if he is still living and we talk to him daily or weekly or even monthly, this may be easy. But some of us don't have a good relationship with our earthly fathers. So when they show up in our lives, if they show up in our lives, it's really, really hard to heed their instruction. And those of us who have earthly fathers that have passed along, there are probably lessons or things from your father that you wish you could still learn. And so today I compel you, the person who is your father, either by birth or adoption on this earth, when they speak, listen, you don't have to act on what they say. You don't have to do what they say. But God commands us to take heed to our father's instructions. So just take heed. From the fruit of their lips, people enjoy good things, but the unfaithful have an appetite for violence. So again, as our fathers are speaking to us, if they have fruit, if they're speaking positive things, then good things will come from the things that they're telling us. But the unfaithful have an appetite for violence, which tells us that if they're not following God, if they're not submitting their will and their way and their life to God, then we will see that coming to pass in their actions. The light of the righteous shines brightly, but the lamp of the wicked is snuffed out. Our job is to stay in the light. We need our light to shine as brightly as possible for all of the world to see. Everybody should see our light shining brightly. And those who have a, a false light, a surface light, their light will be snuffed out very quickly. And so what that tells you is sometimes we see people and it seems that they're doing so, so, so well. And they're talking about all of the amazing things that happened in their life. And in a few weeks or months or days, we see that they're not doing as well as they said they were doing. But those who are walking in the light and those who are righteous, whether they're doing it publicly or privately, they are being blessed. Verse 24 is a verse that people often use or quote. It says, whoever spares a rod hates their children, but the one who loves their children is careful to discipline them. So let's unpack this verse. Sparing the rod. So in our fleshly minds, we think of a rod as a physical thing, as a physical thing that we would use to discipline our children. However, this text is not talking about discipline in a physical sense. It is talking about us not disciplining our children at all. So sparing the rod, 
That means that when our children are doing something, we are not correcting them. We are sparing the rod. When we see that they are not doing well in school and we don't take time to invest and help them get better grades, we are sparing the rod. When they are older and they're gone off to college and they are doing their own thing and we notice that the ways they're living, the people that they're hanging with are not the best for them, and we don't say anything. We just allow them to quote unquote grow up. We are sparing the rod. So by not physically disciplining your children, by not redirecting them, by not giving them what they need to grow as good, strong Christians, the Bible says we hate our children. So not disciplining them and not correcting them, to God, we're hating them. But the one who loves their children is careful to discipline them. Discipline is not something that has to be harsh. Some of us may have grown up in environments where we were physically, verbally, or sexually abused. And because of those things, it feels wrong for us to correct our children. We want to give them as much love as we can. And it is great to give them as much love as they can because children absolutely need love. But if we don't give them the redirection, if we don't give them the discipline and love, if we don't correct their actions when they're eight and 10 and 15, when they're 45 years old and they still haven't completed their degree, they still are unable to keep down a job, they're still unable to have a loving relationship and they're not taking care of their children, it's because we spared the rod. It's because we didn't redirect our children. And it doesn't matter the age that your children are. If you haven't been giving them discipline and love, and I want you to discipline in love, don't discipline from a place in anger. When my children do something and they need to be corrected, I never ever go to them in anger. I always allow myself to calm down a bit I take a beat and I say, Lord, give me the words. These are your children. They're not my children. These are your children. And I want to walk according to your will. And once I have calmed down, then I go speak to them. And so that is what disciplining in love is. Don't discipline in anger. Discipline when you're calm and you've spoken to God.